Early in my consulting career, the firm that I worked for asked me to drive three and a half hours from Chicago to Indianapolis to meet with a client. We were to discuss development of an imaging system. I had just recently been trained on the imaging package and had written only a few applications for one other client. I walked into the conference room of about half a dozen people and I was introduced as an expert in imaging systems. They said I was there to help them develop an imaging application to interface with their accounts payable system. The inflated introduction was a bit intimidating. I knew even less about AP systems than imaging systems. It stroked my ego enough to try my best to live up to the label. I reached back into my memories of my training and my lone client experience. I started asking questions about their workflow. I took them through the who, what, where and when of their payment processing to understand their current process. I drew a diagram on the whiteboard to regurgitate what they had just told me in a pictorial form and used another colour to insert scanning stations to input invoices and purchase orders to the imaging system. Next I added terminals at key points to represent points in the process where users could view the images on screen. It was a simple future state design and they were thrilled with what the expert had done in one short meeting. Most people dream of being an expert at something. Having an expertise in a specific area lends a combination of prestige, credibility and acceptance to one's branding. To be an expert in a specific area of business translates into being successful and in demand. Much like a homeowner might hire a plumber or building contractor for a home project, businesses turn to consultants as experts to provide advice and services for which they either don't have expertise or the staffing to perform themselves. Having a depth of knowledge in a subject matter, however, does not necessarily translate into success in the consulting world. In most cases, a successful consultant is a professional with a combination of many skills that provide value to their clients. Ego enhancement is not a reason to pursue a career in consulting. Consulting is a demanding and competitive career that requires long hours, hard work and the ability to deal with difficult people. It is also a rewarding endeavour that pays above average and provides experience and opportunities that are not available in many other occupations. In addition to some business or technical know-how, consulting requires a multitude of additional skills. You need to have the ability to think on your feet and utilise diplomacy for resolving conflict. A consultant must also balance being customer-centred while keeping the firm's interests at hand. Throughout my career, as I moved into management positions in consulting, I've worked with many new employees. They were either newbies out of college or experienced workers who had never worked in consulting. I found it to be frustrating at times. Although they had the business and technical skills to do assigned tasks, they lacked the softer skills that are so important to successful consulting. There was often a lack of awareness that the client was a paying customer and should be treated differently than a peer. They treated the project in a transactional approach rather than establishing a relationship with the client to improve our chances of acquiring additional work. In meetings, there were times where the consultants exposed some of the firm's dirty laundry to the client. I'd meet with my peers over lunch and we would share war stories of how consultants weren't provided proper training of the basic blocking and tackling skills.